Welcome back. This is episode four of the Sioux City Show. I'm here with my friend Mike Menke. Mike is uh, the director of what at Lean Waivers? Go ahead and uh, director of revenue at LeanWaivers.io. Awesome. So, what do you guys what do you guys do there? I mean, this is kind of a half-assed introduction mm-hmm. to the whole deal. But if you can just give like kind of a brief overview of what you're doing, that'd be awesome. Sure. We a uh, we are a software startup um, right here in Sioux City, Iowa. So pretty cool as far as really kind to grow the technology scene in Sioux City. So real exciting. Cool, cool. So uh, go ahead and like, what's your background on how did you arrive in Sioux City and specifically in the tech scene in Sioux City? Yeah, it's a, kind of a long story and a totally different path than than most people. So I graduated from college and then I started working for the family business and we were in the, the banquet business. So I was uh, managing weddings and, and actually my family runs a golf course in eastern Iowa. So I did that for 15 years. And, you know, I thought I was getting into the golf business, but basically it turned into the marketing business and, and learning how to grow a business from from scratch uh, to where it is today. And so I really felt like that was my passion and was ready for a career move and to, to move on from the family business. Awesome. So uh, I guess just to fill this in is I you and I work together at Chatterkick in Sioux City mm-hmm. um, doing social media marketing. And that was your first move to Sioux City, correct? Yeah, I really saw that's where the direction of everything was going. Like the way to grow a business was through technology and really, um, you know, uh, setting up uh, ways to interact with people and have them learn about your brand online. And so I wanted to go work for some of the best people um, that are doing that were doing that at the time. Um, and uh, Chatterkick in Sioux City was one on the forefront as far as technology and growing businesses using social. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, going from uh, Chatterkick to Lean Waivers was a pretty lateral move, staying in that kind of startup uh, marketing world, I guess, and, uh, you know, lead generation, that kind of stuff, sales. Um, did you see a big difference going from the golf course, which is, you know, a, a business that most people can wrap their heads around? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a straightforward marketing plan for the most part. It's been done. Um and then taking that leap to go into social media and kind of like a newer newer forefront and now kind of making that same leap again, do you see a difference between traditional businesses and kind of the more startup style businesses? Sure. I mean, it's still growing a business, but, you know, when we were growing a business back in uh, the mid 2000s, you know, you weren't really, you're doing it more traditionally uh, through radio advertising, newspaper advertising, and then as things developed, um, you know, we really, everything started going to social and, and Google. And so... Um, you really had to learn uh, different ways to connect with people. And uh, so, yeah, the transition was a completely different businesses, but you're still growing a business in the same way. Definitely. What's your, what's your team look like over there at Lean Waivers? Uh, we, we were, we're a team of, of four uh, right now, uh, full-time employees. We just added a, a fifth employee that's going to come on board full-time here uh, this week. And we have uh, a good group of interns from right here in Sioux City that that uh, go to Morningside. Awesome. So, like, specifically, like, who's who's with the company and what's kind of the roles? Sure. You can just talk about full Sure. So, employees. yeah, yeah, I moved over from Chatterkick, which is a social media agency, and, and went to LeanWaivers.io, uh, um, which is a software company, and we have a piece of software for the construction space. And so we really tie into accounting software platforms in the construction space to really streamline a, a, a unique process. And so what's really nice about uh, Lean Waivers IO is that it, you, can, you can really scale the company. So the difference between working at the golf course was, you know, there was only so many weekends that you could fill with business. 
but uh, with a piece of software, you know, everybody's your customer. So we, we're working with customers in 26 states right now. Um, so that's been, been great just to really see that, see that grow and how you can really scale it across the country from right here in Sioux City. Definitely. Um, wow, so you guys are in 26 states then? Yeah, we have uh, customers in 26 states right now, and basically we have had people using our technology in every single state. Wow. And I've seen, like, you know, just through kind of loosely following what you guys are doing on social media, just because I'm a fan of the team, um, I've seen that there's been a number of grants and accolades and awards here in the last uh, few months, or there's been a couple of big ones, right? Yeah, the state of Iowa has been really supportive. They've been great. Um, we've applied for some um, startup grants through uh, the Technology Association of Iowa, um, and they've really given us support, and we've, we've won those awards. We competed against um, 50 companies. Uh, we won an award from the governor of Iowa. Governor Kim Reynolds presented us uh, an award for our technology in the construction space in August, and so that was really exciting. We got to go down to Des Moines, uh, interact with, with all the other technologists in the state, and uh, went to Drake uh, University and, and got the award. So we got a $100,000 um, grant uh, through the state of Iowa. So that'll really help us grow and expand our team. Awesome. Um, it like, always helps having that uh, support of the state, support of, uh, I guess, the community at large when you're doing what you're doing. So um, I guess I'm familiar enough with the construction space to really know how much of uh, service Lean Waivers is providing, but can you kind of like explain the, the problem and the solution that uh, Lean Waivers provides? Sure. So it's, <clears throat> it sounds really boring, but it is one of the most important documents uh, that is exchanged in the construction space uh, every single day. I think uh, as of last month, we were moving 20,000 Lean Waivers through exchanging 20,000 lien waivers through our platform. So basically, if I was the general contractor hired to to build a building, um, I need to hire subcontractors. And so like the roofer uh, on that project. And so when you pay that roofer, you have to uh, exchange a lien waiver with payment. So basically saying that the job is complete, and that way you can't come back on the initial owner or the actual owner of the building uh, later on and say that you weren't paid. So it's basically a document saying you've completed the work. And so with each payment that goes out, you have to, to sign a lien waiver. And so what we do is we facilitate the lien waivers electronically directly from uh, their accounting platforms. And traditionally, doesn't that process take like two weeks or something? And it's basically instant now, right? Yeah. So traditionally, uh, they were filling these out by hand, mailing them out, waiting for them to come back, and then and then mailing the check, so it just really uh, slowed up the entire payment process. And you have to find a notary, right? <clears throat> and we we it's a lot of times they get notarized, and so you, the the person on the receiving end has to go to the bank or or wherever and, and get that document notarized. And we were the first in the construction space to uh, uh, implement a twenty four seven live notary that they can connect to their phone and sign digitally right there on their phone, which is pretty exciting. That's pretty awesome. Like really. That's uh, um, so who's this was kind of the brainchild of people in Sioux City, correct? Yeah, so it all started out as uh, Luis Trejo. He was a uh, controller at uh, at Brownweger, kind of a large regional construction company operating out of Iowa, South Dakota, and Nebraska. And 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 Luis was exchanging um, you know hundreds of these lien waivers per month and, and filling these out. And so it was really more of a time consuming process. Uh, then it was actually, you know, really part of his job. It was really taking up a lot of his time. And so 
um, he teamed up with Jeff Arnold, who is our CEO and, and head uh, developer, um, and said, hey, Jeff, uh, you know, there's got to be a better way. And Jeff's like, well, I'll just write you a piece of software to do that. And I'll go get into Jeff's background a little bit more. But uh, so he wrote the piece of software for Luis to use. And then they were like, well, maybe th maybe there's other people out there that are in the same position as I am uh, that could use this piece of software. And so they just kind of started dabbling in it and then expanding from there. So pretty cool. Yeah. And so what's Jeff's background? Yeah. So Jeff is a, is a technologist. Um, he, he is originally from Ohio, but was working out at, in New York for a company called Intent Media. And, and Jeff led a team of 50 engineers, um, basically a startup to, to 50 engineers uh, when he left. And they built the technology that really ran Orbitz, the advertising platform behind Orbitz. So that was, and they, they started that and it, it's just going like crazy. And then Jeff, uh, met a girl from Iowa and they moved back to, moved back to Iowa and uh, decided to start a family. Awesome. So kind of a unique, unique way of getting here. But. Yeah, definitely. And like, how did your story of, um, getting here, you kind of talked about, you know, working with, uh, um, Chattercake really brought you out, but you making that move from Eastern Iowa to Sioux City, have you seen like a difference in like uh, like Iowa culture or even like startup communities at all mm -hmm. in the move? Well, you know what's really unique is there really there really wasn't a startup community in in Sioux City, you know, but um, this the community is so supportive of what we're doing and so excited about it. Even though they might not know exactly what we do because the majority of our customers aren't even in Iowa. Um, mm -hmm. I think we just have a handful of customers that are in, that are actually in Iowa, and then you take a state like Michigan where we might have uh, 30 customers right now on our on our platform. So, um, but they know that we're doing doing great things, and uh, and they want to be a part of it, and we're adding jobs to to the community. So yeah, and that's like almost something that is just inherently true about the Sioux City startup scene or Sioux City business scene in general mm -hmm. is that there's like almost a blind allegiance to like people who are doing cool things in Sioux City they're just like oh it doesn't apply to me but mm -hmm. I'm going to support the hell out of that company just because I believe in um, people doing things in Sioux City and that's I, I think that's really cool and it's something that you don't get in uh, bigger cities at least in my experience where like you kind of get more involved in like a I guess a rat race mentality and um, especially success seems to be treated more like a zero-sum game where mm -hmm. in Sioux City like I guess I'm pretty involved in the music scene to the point that I see um, like all of the artists in Sioux City more than I would ever expect competing musicians, you know, competing with quotations to be supportive of each other where like the rock community and the rap community is fully integrated into like this like super supportive um, group of musicians and performers and um, even the venue owners are on the same page of like basically being peers with the musicians who are playing in their beer bars and I think it's just like a really special time to be in Sioux City and um, it's really cool to see like a business like Lean Waivers really get national um, success starting with that local support. For, for sure and in Sioux City it's kind of like it's on. A, I lived in Eastern Iowa for a long time, and it's kind of like on a, here on its own little island. Like people kind of forget about it because it's more tied into to Nebraska and and South Dakota, and they don't realize all the great things that are um, are going on here. And you know, what's funny is uh, my my girlfriend or now fiance, we just got engaged last weekend. Um, she was originally from Sioux City, and then I moved back here to work, mm -hmm. and I told came home and told her or one day that I'm moving to Sioux City. 
uh, to work and she was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's so ironic. That's crazy that you're moving back to Sioux City to my hometown to work. And then now she's, she's over here and she's working at Shields and yeah, it's just crazy. Um, so we're really just trying to get uh, Sioux City, you know, on the map. And then once you start living in the community, you know, all the great things with Hard Rock and, and all the things that are going on with the downtown area. Mm-hmm. There's just so many cool things. And, and then my friends back from Eastern Iowa say, oh, you live in Sioux City now. What, what's there to do there? And I'm like, you don't even know. I mean, yeah. come over here and check it out. You know, it, there's so many awesome things. And had a couple friends visit over here and, and we always have a good time. Yeah. And that's like I've had, a, you know, I got I got a pretty big family. So people will say the same thing. They're like, uh, oh, well, do you want to go to you want to go to Vegas? Like mm-hmm. it's so fun. And I'm like, I have a Hard Rock Casino in Sioux City. Like mm-hmm. Vegas isn't the most exciting thing to me in the world at this point mm-hmm. because I have like a mini Vegas down the street, and uh, and I guess uh, you know how when you hear about like the Middle East, they'll have they'll say something about like um, people in Iraq, but they're ethnically Kurdish or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Sioux City is that for Iowa, where it's like we're in Iowa, but we're like culturally different than yeah, the rest of Iowa. For sure. Um, Sioux City's definitely got its own vibe, even, uh, I guess it's kind of in line with Council Bluffs, but definitely different than mm-hmm. uh, Iowa City, Cedar Falls, uh, Des Moines even. Um, and I and I actually really like the Sioux City vibe. It's like a lot more blue collar, um, you know, work with your hands, get shit done mentality, and I like that. Yeah, yeah. and all the, 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 all the different, the cultures and all the different things that we have going on here in Sioux City are, are, are just awesome, and not to mention all the great restaurants here. I mean, I think this is one of the, you know, hottest spots in the state for good local food. So I know that you've touched on that before in some of your other podcasts, but the the food here is is incredible. Let's and, let's bring back a segment that we haven't done since episode one of the Sioux City Show. Um, Mike, if you had to give one recommendation of your top spot in Sioux City, could be anything food. Mm-hmm wine beer coffee what's the number one slept on spot in your opinion uh well a newfound spot for me i, I love pier street coffee as far as the the food there you know if you kind of want that healthy vibe mm-hmm. but you know what's kind of a sneaky spot in town um that people don't really think of is a uh, is uh blue moon cafe i think that's what it is blue okay. moon cafe it is like they have the best fish or shrimp tacos there yeah. So we go there for lunch and the, and the service is great. And there's just usually a few people in there for lunch, but you can tell the food is like, it's like handmade. Like it's, they really take pride in it. Yeah. Uh, so I love that place. Um, of course, uh, taco El Guero. Yeah. El Guero is great. And they just, uh, they have the new, uh, $40 deal. Yeah. You get like burritos and it's a crazy deal. right? <laughs> like, like three this burritos is, yeah. and 10 tacos. Yeah. I, like, I did the math on it and like every piece of food is like, two dollars on average once you let yeah. average everything out it's insane um but i'm cutting you off because that's you're only supposed to do one slept on thing and sorry you're, sorry, you're really man. going overboard on i get that. so excited when yeah. i start talking about food in sioux city right right um i guess like mine right now is this uh el michicano the uh meat market on uh i think it is 25th 24th and myrtle street and it's like a butcher shop mm-hmm. um, slash restaurant, like a little six seat restaurant in the back. They have unbeatable tortas. Mm-hmm. Last time, and speaking of which, I can give you recommendations on any Mexican food depending <laughs> on what type of food you're trying to get. Last time we did this, I gave the 
uh, La Momia burritos recommendation. This is going to be my official El Michoacano tortas recommendation. Um, and it's like, it's just bomb. And I, and it's, it's kind of like in my neighborhood. So Mm -hmm. if I can get, if I can buy groceries, I get them from there because like their, um, produce selection and their meat selection, like is honestly better than like Hy-Vee's and about one fifth of the price. So if you're out there and you're thinking, damn, I should get a new spot to buy some meat, get some jalapeno, some limes, and get some great food to go, where should I go? Go to El Michoacano. And this is an unpaid advertisement. Yeah, I mean, that sounds great. You've never steered me wrong yet yeah. since I've known you. I mean, you kind of always get the, the pulse on, on what's, what's hot on the food scene in uh yeah, let, let me follow up with this Blue Moon. Is it? Are you talking about the one that's on Highway seventy five right now? I don't know if it's called Blue Moon. I'm. It's it's Half Moon. Yeah, yeah half that's what moon. I think. That's what I think half you're going moon, for. You know, yeah. I'm thinking of the beer. You yeah, know? Half Moon. It's on Highway seventy five right down by Pulaski Baseball yeah. Fields. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I've been there. I've I've only had the uh, the beer selection, but I can tell you that their uh, their Bush Light is you know, second <laughs> to none. It's great. Yeah, I think they have better selection than that. But uh, oh. yeah, we. Uh, I talked to a guy the other day. He he works right down the street from there. He's like, oh, never been there. And I'm like, what? So people don't really know about it, you know? And, yeah. and it's just kind of the one little spot that I, you know, I thought was good. That's, I, I guess, like, I, I live on I live on the west, the northwest side of town now in, mm-hmm. like, the Briarcliff area. So uh, as far as, like, chain restaurants, there isn't any yeah. down there. And yeah. it's, like, really, I guess, like, forced me in a good way to, like, re- just, like, go to all locally owned restaurants mm-hmm. in Sioux City and um, really experiment. And um, it's like actually kind of a bonding experience that me and my girlfriend have like, oh, we sh- oh, I just saw this new Mexican restaurant opened. Like right now, our next one on our list is the one that used to be, it's in the old Green Gables. Uh, I think more recently it was Crazy Bob's Barbecue. Okay. Um, yeah, and it was La, La Compostre, I think, mm. is the uh, name of it. And like that's next on our to-do list. And I've, I've heard good things trying to get over there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's like once you get out of that chain mm-hmm. environment yep. in Sioux City, it's like Sioux City's food is about second to none. Yeah, stay stay away from the chains. I, I mean, I do live over kind of by the chains, and once in a while we go up there, but we really try to seek out different restaurants. And you need to come up with your your top ten list. And you have a, a couple of years ago, you had a viral top ten food food list yeah, in Sioux yeah, City. We, we can't be telling people need, about that. That's, need, my, that's my underground advertising you technique. To, you yeah. need to bring that back. He. Uh, he really, his he had a list and. I'm honestly thinking about doing like a like a cooking show, like a Food Network style um, series for Honey Wave. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been because that's I've been toying with the idea of putting out mm-hmm. another list, but I'm also trying to like refine my concept on what that food. I'm definitely gonna do a food show. Yeah. But I'd, I'm trying to refine what it's gonna look like right now. So I have I've been holding off, and in the meantime, I've just been doing the the slept on selection. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Sioux City does have the Mexican, the best Mexican food the best. I've ever had. And I've, I was in the Air National Guard for eight years. So I've been in, I've lived in different places all over the country for two weeks at a time for training. And, um, I've never had a place that compares with like the seventh best spot in Sioux City. So, um, totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been living in Sioux City now? Uh, be about two years, coming on two years now. So kind of, kind of crazy. Time, time goes fast. But uh, you know, with the way things with lean waivers right now, we're growing so fast, and we we just brought on these uh, interns to really help us grow. And 
to help just really uh, make sure our, our our process is efficient when we take on new customers because we are bringing on a lot of new customers at once right now. And so, uh, yeah, you're just so I, you know, I'm, I go to work and I'm just with those guys all the time. And, and then that's all I'm thinking about when I get home and, but it's good. It's exciting time for us for sure. Mm-hmm. So. It's like an obsession in the best way possible. Yeah. Yep. It really is. And, and, uh, when I was working at, at Chatterkick, I, you know, I obviously knew Luis Trejo, his wife, uh, is the owner of Chatterkick here in Sioux city. And, and then I saw, had a chance to have lunch with, with, uh, Jeff Arnold and could just tell right away that, you know, how smart, uh, how smart he is and, and how he knows his stuff. And, you know, I just kind of jumped on board on this thing that they already had a, a great thing started. And Sean Richardson's one of the other co-founders and just loved those guys. And so I knew I wanted to be a part of it and I didn't even care what they were doing. I didn't even know what, what kind of software they were. I just knew, yeah. I just wanted to be a part of it and, and start selling it. And so that's awesome. And yeah. you guys are out of the, uh, springboard working lab. So, um, can you kind of like fill in what that is? Yeah, sure. Springboard is Springboard's really cool. It's just uh, um, Diane over there. She she runs uh, she runs Springboard, and basically it's a co working space where businesses can just pay uh, you know a set amount each month, and they can come in there and have access to meeting rooms, mm-hmm. uh, the internet, uh, tables. But it really gives you a chance to vibe with like the other businesses that are going on there. So if there's another person that uh, you know another company that are trying to grow their businesses via email, you know, and have this really good idea, you can like pick up on other ideas and implement that into your business. And so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cool spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And businesses and like, even like creative freelancers, can yeah, be creative freelancers, setting up shop in there too. Is it, you, yeah. there is like a graphic designer at least, right. That works in there full time or, uh, not right now full time, um, but that's, what's nice about it is that you can kind of work from home, do your thing, but you still have an office that you can come to. And, you know, when you need to get stuff done or you need to meet, meet, uh, with people. Yeah. And I'm not gonna, I, I, I don't know if Diane wants us like throwing out the prices of what it costs to be there or whatever, you know, over the air. But, um, I definitely looked at the prices of a co-working, um, mm-hmm. uh, office in Minneapolis when I was there last week on Friday and it was 10 times. No, it, it was, yeah, it was like looking at the Sioux city price versus the Minneapolis mm-hmm. price, it was like unfathomable that anybody could afford yeah. the Minneapolis price. Like literally for the Minneapolis price for, um, you know, uh, a one desk rental there, you could buy, you could, uh, literally rent an entire storefront in mm-hmm. downtown Sioux city. So it was like, Oh, okay. That's, that's the difference. That's yeah. just another benefit to being in Sioux city, trying to run a business. And you know, it's, it's pretty doable if anybody wants to, take a big hit on their, you know, if somebody wants to live in a apartment that's half as nice as the mm-hmm. one that they're currently living in <laughs> Sioux City, you can probably finance an office if you want to start a business, you know. Definitely. I mean, it, under 100 bucks, and that includes the parking, and you know parking in Sioux City is a little sometimes, but uh, yeah. <laughs> under 100 bucks, you get a parking pass, uh, we get access, uh, you know, to everything in the building. Uh, Diane's uh, includes coffee. So Diane makes mm. us coffee every morning, so that's kind of nice. And and for and water, you know, she keeps us refreshed and and treats and snacks. And yeah. it's just a great great space. We all bring our, we bring our dogs. So mm. I have a dog, and then uh, Jeff has a couple dogs. So cool spot to work. Yeah, and if you are, I guess like if you are a, a young creative professional and you're listening to this, or any I guess young entrepreneur at all, there is a tremendous benefit 
to being around other people who are also working in a similar space or even it doesn't even have to be the same type of industry, but mm -hmm. other people who are building a business, being around them and being involved in the startup community in Sioux City is really priceless. Mm -hmm. It's tough to put a dollar amount on what that's worth. And to be able to do it in Sioux City at, like you said, less than $100 a month, that's mm -hmm. an insane price. Yeah. Like that's, that's, basic, that's basically free. You know, if you really yeah. think about it, that's what it's, it's, it's not three dollars a day. That's go without a Red Bull every day yeah. for a month. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. And and what's cool is like so I don't think I've ever talked to any of our any of our customers face to face. They've never even seen my face. So all the software that we sell is basically through a screen share and through uh, video conferencing, but we don't use the video portion. So what's really cool about it is like you can start a business in Sioux City. And you can sell to people in California. And that's the awesome part about technology right now is the way that you can scale uh, whatever, you scale your business and grow it. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason why you couldn't start a business in Sioux City and do great things. Yeah. Because you don't have to have that Main Street storefront window anymore. Um, it's just you just need a great location and, and great support from the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that that goes for like any type of business. You know, you say you don't need a a main street location, but like you can even do that and you can set up online retail now. And mm -hmm. I just feel like the, the mm -hmm. incentives to have a business in Sioux city is just insane. Like if you're going to yeah. start a business, if, if anywhere in Iowa, you want to start a business, I feel like Sioux city is the spot to do it. Yep. I can, you know, I came from, I was involved in the entrepreneurship community in Iowa city. Um, kind of like at the end of my college days and right after college, I was, um, running or helping run a startup company there and it has a really strong community there's you know more there's more of a startup culture and more of a presence in mm -hmm. iowa city than there is here but um with that you also get a lot of um fake entrepreneurship mm -hmm. um entrepreneurship for show you get um you know and with with bigger successes i also feel like comes um more when there's more money in the game there's more uh shady reasons for being involved mm -hmm. in companies like mm -hmm. people people get a little bit more shady about what they're doing with the more money and um there really isn't i, I don't feel like there's like a uh, people that are out to scam you in sioux city to the extent yeah. that there is in other communities which is super super nice if you're trying to get involved in something and you don't have to worry about losing your uh, life savings <laughs> on the uh on yeah. the investment. No, there's nobody out to everybody's here here to 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 help you and and it's not easy, you know, like I I say sit here and I'm like, "Oh, we have customers in 26 states and and all this, but like we're literally on the phone all day." I mean, I I made I think over 1200 phone calls since uh July just a cold cold outreach to uh -huh. people, you know, uh and and that's not fun, but no. You know what? It's like that's how you that's how you build the business and and you get it going and and, and I I love hearing that because I think that so many people who are um, who have an idea for a, a tech business mm -hmm. are like oh I can just create a I can create a sales funnel and I can just uh, sit back mm -hmm. automate everything they see like all these inspirational Facebook videos of yeah. funnel coaches and all that stuff um, and like hearing that twelve hundred cold calls is a very important for anybody who's like looking to build a business. Mm -hmm. Like it is still important to get on the phone, hit the phone, actually do the work Yeah, on a daily basis. 
And that's what Jeff, our CEO, he pulled us aside and said, hey, okay, we're making you know 500 outbound calls a month. We're doing webinars. I do some webinars. That really helps a lot too. And it's like, okay, that's equaling this many customers. How are we going to multiply that and, and grow the business? So then that's when we started hiring some interns, uh, started training them on how how we connect with people and how we convert that into business. And so now, uh, you know, 400 calls a month now is turning into 3,000 calls a month. Okay, so then that's bringing more people into our our funnel and our pipeline, and and it's also giving these other kids an opportunity to see how we're we're growing the business and what it's really like to grow a business. It's not about just putting up a website. You know, I mean, uh, the technical side behind the software, and then the technical side behind all the the different tools we use. And when I say tools, pieces of software that we use Mm -hmm. to engage our customers. So there's a lot of behind the scenes. Yeah. That's, that's like really, I don't, I I don't know. I've never, I don't think met your interns, Mm -hmm. but, uh, like that is an an invaluable education Mm -hmm. for anybody who's like trying to get started in business because it is like something that's so glossed over when Mm -hmm. you read any type of like self-help book or you know even like a motivational mm-hmm. book like you you get a um authors like i say a tim ferris or like a gary yeah. or something like that where like they can throw out these mantras of like hustle and like mm-hmm. automate and 80 20 rules and whatnot what have you but like to actually sit in an office and go okay jeff has spent whatever you know 10 years 15 years learning how to code and becoming a master of this craft Mm-hmm. And now that's creating a situation in which he can create a project from scratch or a, a piece of software from scratch. And, you know, Mike has this many years as a background in sales. Luis has this background in accounting. Not one of these people is like started out as like a, the sexy version of an entrepreneur where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm, you know, I, I have this great idea. I, re- I had a $4 million seed round and now I'm following it up with like a, a $10 million valuation on my company. Everybody wants to be involved before I ever put out a product or product, mm-hmm. I have enough of a user base and a buzz that I can sell this company for a profit. Like that's, yeah. that's not, that's, that's <laughs> such like the Hollywood version of yeah. what entrepreneurship looks like. And I think that, uh, you know, anybody who is 22 years old and is a uh, senior in college and like mm-hmm. really starting to look at what the next step is, is looking at that as like a viable option. And that's like being, um, you know, in the seventh grade, having a game when you mm-hmm. score 28 points in basketball and going, well, I'm going to go to the NBA. I don't really have to like <laughs> worry about hard work yeah, anymore. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's not like that. And I mean, I started from scratch. I mean, I basically, uh, you know, started my life over, uh, you know, took a chance to go over to, to lean waivers and, and just went back to basically, uh, acting as if I was an intern trying to figure out how to grow a business. And we're all in it together. Sean Richardson, uh, he doesn't get enough, uh, credit we haven't talked about him enough too is he graduated from Morningside and actually had his own uh, app company where he built apps mm-hmm. and so he's really involved in uh, connecting all the pieces to make uh, the marketing technology and the sales technology that we use every day work so mm-hmm. um, he's he's an awesome uh, guy too and, and and one of the co-founders as well. yeah and I mean you've talked about um, him to me a bit mm-hmm. and what his role is and I don't want to give away like your guys' uh, back-end marketing um, strategies because mm-hmm. some of those are um, pretty pretty sweet, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't want to give away any secrets, but uh, um, Sean has had like a big piece in creating 
basically marketing back-end technology or systems that, mm-hmm. uh, like, if you were to pay another marketing agency to do, like, that's a, you're saving thousands of dollars by not having to pay those leads, uh, mm-hmm. lead dollars to other marketing agencies. Yeah, I mean, what he does is, I mean, if you, we would outsource that, I mean, that could be upwards of $50,000 a month for the type of work that we we get out of, I mean, and then, and then what Jeff does on the technology side, I mean, you can't even put a price on that part of it, but I'm um, just on the marketing side. The marketing automation is what you call it or sales automation. Yeah. It just, um, we have, we have a great team, um, here that could be doing big things on their own, but they're ready to take a chance on, on a startup in, in Sioux city. And so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm 27 years old. So I remember I grew up in like kind of the heyday of gateway in Sioux city mm-hmm. and um you know into the and mm-hmm. then into the decline and I was uh, pretty young I, I was young in the heyday and then I was like very aware of the decline of gateway when it yeah. kind of went away um in the in the area at least and uh uh seeing like what once was you know they called it the mm-hmm. silicone prairie it was yeah like, um, you know, when you assemble a team at Gateway to the size they have, you have thousands upon thousands of technology and industry experts and, uh, you know, sales experts, everything mm-hmm. that you guys are doing at Lean Waivers, they had on a thousand, you know, oh, thousand yeah. time scale mm-hmm. at, uh, at Gateway and now seeing like a resurgence of uh, teams like what you have going on at Lean Waivers and then even um, uh, like Sterling Computers in South Dakota mm-hmm. at this point is like, you know, creating another slept on technology company yeah. where they have, I think a couple hundred employees out there, which is pretty crazy. Um, so it's, it's nice to see like a resurgence of, um, an alternative to, uh, like processing or manufacturing industries for, I guess, higher paying jobs in Sioux city. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's great yeah. to, it's great to see the, um, it's great to see the, the groundwork being laid for that, mm-hmm. um, that being rebuilt. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's 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 awesome, and I think it's there. Um, we're still in the the beginning beginning stages of it, but I think, you know, with the the local colleges or, that we have here, I think there's a really uh, great opportunity to stop those kids from leaving the community and say, "Hey, look, we'll offer you an internship at this tech company," and then once they kind of see what we have going on and they really feel a part of the culture and part of the team, you know, and that we have a, a job for them. Uh, they might not leave Sioux City. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the group of, of kids that we have working right now, um, interning, I mean, there might possibly be an opportunity for them right when they get out of school. And so that's pretty cool to, to that is, have that. That is great. And it's like something that's not talked about that often mm-hmm. about um, the importance of companies like Lean Waivers or Chatterkick or mm-hmm. um, anything really in that vein is that I'm somebody with a, with a film degree and prior to uh, Chattercake existing, there wasn't an opportunity for me in Sioux City mm-hmm. that wasn't working at a news station, which is um, a living hell. And <laughs> so, so the you know the fact that the fact that Chattercake exists is really the thing that kept me in Sioux City mm-hmm. because I did put in a year at a news station in Sioux City and was like, okay, never again. That was a uh, that that became mm-hmm. clear my second week. I was like, oh, this is not what I want to do um, at all. And kind of grinded it out for a year. Um, kept looking at other things that were coming open. Nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then finally, I found Chatterkick, and was like, okay, I can stay. Mm-hmm. Like somebody get somebody gets what my ideas are for what the future of media looks like. Yeah. And um, 
So that was kind of a blessing. And I'm not alone. I'm not the only guy who has, uh, you know, a creative degree or even, you know, a technology degree that it's like having an opportunity to work in a cool company, mm-hmm. um, something exciting that you're really passionate about and engaged in post-college where you don't have to go to Chicago, Des Moines, mm-hmm. or even Omaha. You don't have to leave Sioux City to like work in a fulfilling career, I think is super important. And in my opinion, uh, the city, local businesses, local schools, I, I think should mm-hmm. be in investing, in, investing in it 10 to 1 what they are right now, mm-hmm. um, which... I guess speaking of, um, like Briar Cliff puts on um, Entrepalooza. Yeah, yeah I which think is, that's coming up here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I think, the 22nd, mm-hmm. something like that is like, a, it's like the week of the 22nd. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think somebody, some people from our team are on like a, a judging panel for that. I saw something coming mm-hmm. I actually entered swimming with the sharks last night. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah um, I, uh, I pitched them. Honeywave Media. Oh so. man, good luck. This, yeah. If you guys don't know, Taylor's the best at, at what he does, and I mean, he had a, a some videos that have gone viral out there, and it's really like cutting edge stuff. So it's Ooh. that's I love it, man. I, I love following what he does on social and and everything that you have going on. So thank you. Just keep very, keep pumping cool. me up. Yeah, so Honeywave Media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome back at any time. Yeah. <laughs> now. yeah. Um, so I mean. If you have anything else that you want to talk about, we can we can spit that out. But I know you got places to be, so we can wrap this up if that's. Uh yeah, we can we can uh, wrap it up. I we uh, just a quick little side thing on lean waivers that we didn't touch on is we just announced a uh, an integration to a software company uh, in California called uh, Procore. I know okay. that doesn't mean a lot, but it's pretty cool to see. Um, our logo on their website. Um, they're a billion-dollar uh, software company in the construction space, and the fact that they uh, allowing their customers to use our technology with their software. That's 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 pretty exciting. So, as far as what Lean Waivers looks like in the in the next few years, um, it's not just about uh, working directly with construction companies, but it's also building relationships and partnerships with other software platforms. So awesome, awesome. Yeah. I am stoked to see what's next. I am a huge fan of what you guys are doing. I think that it's extremely important for uh, Sioux City as a community to back any effort that is gaining Mm -hmm. momentum like what you guys are doing. So um, I encourage anybody, if you are watching this and you're involved in the construction industry at all, you know, take a look at Lean Waivers and see if um, it's a good fit for your general contracting, subcontracting, whatever business. Um, And um, tune in next time. Subscribe to us on... Apple. Oh, this is. Oh, sit, sit back and relax because this is the part where I pitch you a few things. So, let's hear it. I anything, hear anything helps when you're starting a media company mm-hmm. like this, and you guys have no idea how much it helps me if you leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to this on Stitcher, if you can leave a comment on YouTube, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, if you can give me a thumbs up on mm-hmm. YouTube, don't give me a thumbs down, please. Um, and, you know, like my Facebook page, comment on my Facebook videos that I'm putting out. Um, I know that it seems like a waste of time, and I don't do it probably as much as I should, but it's a huge help. It ultimately saves me like thousands of dollars in advertising by the way the algorithms work, and it helps other people find my content better. Um, I cannot say thank you enough for the people that do. I already have uh, an overwhelming amount of uh, support and um, 
good feedback from the community. So I thank you so much for that. But if we can keep this train moving, um, I really need your guys' help for that. So thank you so much. And again, like us on Apple Podcasts, like or subscribe on Podcasts, um, subscribe on Stitcher if you have Android, if you're stuck in the uh, early 2000s. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like us on Facebook. Uh, and we don't have a Instagram or a Twitter going yet, but um, that's coming soon. It's just pain in the ass. You know how it is. <laughs> but anyways, um, until next time, thank you so much. Um, and I'll be back soon.